Hi. <laughs> We're back finally. Hi, it's me, Jermaine Kalandel, and welcome to the moments. First off, it's Pride Month, and I knew I needed to come back a long time ago. And first off, I'm going to apologize for the long delay, but it's been probably the most hectic May I've ever had. I think I was trying my best to do as much as I could, and playing for this competition was a lot for me. And I don't normally blame anything for what I don't do. It's just I've been busy, and my goal today is to plan this whole month out. <laughs> Let's start the intro. Hi to they, them, hi to he, or she, or however you identify. This is the moment. Moments is about having the millions of things, and this month is very, I think, special for a lot of people, and also just another month for some people as well. So this month, I'm going. I'm not going to theme it out about pride, but I will say there's things about pride that I always say you'll have a moment about. So <laughs> let's go with the thought process of I'm having. A lot of different moments, but at the same time, my main moment today is celebration for who I am. And this is to celebrate who you are as a person. So, pride is mainly to celebrate who you are. Defining who you are, mostly, I'll be like, well, pride, why, why, why is it called pride? Well, it's, this, it's for liberation. And from the 70s to now, pride has always been a token of embarking who you are as a person, embracing it, and marching on. It is its own way of rebelling and also saying, hey, I'm American, I am a queer person, respect me as a person. This is who I am. I look at pride as that mainly. Some people look at pride as a party. Some people look at pride as an event. Some people look at pride as something that they don't know who they are as a person. So people do not celebrate pride. So saying this is Pride Month and this whole sh- this whole month will be deemed out to pride. I don't know if I can do that. My first time even doing a pride, I've done pride shows, which is like pride theme shows as a comic only. That's all I've ever done. Everything else I've ever done, my my first Pride I've ever been to was last year. I'm 33. (laughs) I was 32. All the comics on both builds was that first Pride that was the same. Like, everyone, every comic, that was their first Pride. And I was the youngest one for one of the shows. And the one show, someone else is like 26 or 24. So that is, it says a lot about people as a person. Not everyone celebrates pride, and some people feel like pride is also very um, oversaturated. And that in itself is a blessing and a curse. It is a hard month to want to celebrate all these things because of last month and the month prior. The last few months, being a queer person has now become like, oh my God, you said me as I am as a person. A few years ago, we got I finally got allowed to be able to marry, you know, the man of my dreams. And recently, 
since Roe we Wade from last year, I keep noticing in the news that they want to overturn, you know, gay marriage. And now, that's all I think about sometimes is I can marry you and then we won't be really recognized as husband and husband in the court opinion of the law. Now they're trying to dismantle drag. And all of those things are happening. And people are like, what do you do? You choose to talk about it and make people realize what's happening. Or you just carry on. And that is the hardest thing about this might be in Pride. Most Pride events has a drag queen involved. And it made, most states have been outlawing drag. Not the movie industry, because they made a lot of money off of it. Most people have seen a drag queen perform. Most people's favorite movies as a childhood was maybe Mrs. Doubtfire. Tootsie. If you like Tyler Perry, um, Medea movies, all that's drag. And one of my favorite people in the world is RuPaul. So, I don't really know how not to not address that as well. But, this is about celebration of who you are as a person. Let me celebrate me as well. I am very grateful that you are here and listening to this episode. This is probably one of my favorite things to talk about because liberating who you are as a person is not the easiest process. A lot of people take a very long time to liberate themselves, to find who they are as a person, and learn who they are. And people say, how long do you think it takes? It, some people, they can find it at 18. Some people can't find it until that frontal lobe grows them at 25. Some people are 30 and still figuring it out. Some people are 45. Some people also don't even know who they are as they go on to pasture. And people are like, wow, that's crazy. And it's like, no, because we're not raised that way. My group, I'm a child of the 90s. And my core group, especially of the early 90s, was... To accept individual people as they are. So I've learned to personally do, to listen to everyone as they were. So I accept every nationality. I've learned to express that someone may not speak the same language as me, but we're in the same school, so I should respect them because they exist. I know that as a child of the 90s. And in the child of the 2000s, they've expressed that whole sexuality is a thing. And people now know that, like, trans is not related to sexual things. There's a lot of things when it comes to identifying of who you are as a person. It is just a complex thing that you never really fully always will know. Because there's a way of saying, who are you? Like, I'm Jermaine Galando. That's for instance. Who are you, though? Well, I'm a comic. Who are you? Well, I do comedy. Well, who, what do you do? I'm a stand-up and I'm an improviser. Oh, okay. Those are specific things. Being a queer person is asking to define who you are as a person in all these boxes. But being a modern queer person are the people that state things like, I don't want to identify as either. I am not binary. Or I just choose not to... My sexuality should not be chosen. Some people call themselves pan. People don't want to consider any of those boxes. 
That is all under the umbrella of the LGBTQIA+. And this is the month for you. Is it hard to state these things? Yes. Is it the longest thing to talk about? Yes. But at the same time, you are what you are. And that's why I don't mind celebrating pride and loving the fact that people can celebrate pride. It is a part of who I am, but it's not all of me either. That's why I always can sympathize with people that don't consider to celebrate it. And people ask the question like, "What? What's the biggest issue? Like that you that you always seen? Is that there's not the same prides? There's sometimes prides twice in one city. Like my city is small, so we have one pride, and my pride, my city pride is in I think October." And then most people's prides are in either June or July. It's National Pride Month. And it is very eclectic to know that. Like, that's one thing. There's also two prides that happen in a lot of cities where they have a gay pride where it's mostly white-faced or more clear-skinned. And then there is a black pride. And people always say, like, oh, why is that existing? And it's like, because it just is. And you're mad about it for some people, and some people aren't. I have never thought about it personally, because I think I've always known that there's certain things in the black community that is different in the universe of the, of the general public. There's something about mainstreaming that I've always wanted to work on, and try to be as a person. But I also know that I also want the being of black people as well. But that's the thing. I want to applaud anyone that is a queer person. And also applaud anyone that's an ally. It is the hardest thing to sometimes learn of, of what you are as a person. Because you don't always know it. Some people have always told me that I was gay since I was probably seven. And I didn't really think I was considered gay until I was probably... My sexual awakening for me was probably around, I think, maybe nine. But I didn't still act upon any sexual acts with another... With my same, with the same sex of me until I was in my early 20s. So, I learned who I was and I was patient, personally speaking. Because also, I still was around the AIDS crisis and the HIV crisis. So, I am literally at the end where it was the biggest stigma of what could kill you off. And it was also known to have a way play on black and Latinos of that persuasion. So, I never really, not ever thought of that thing. I'm also of the age where I didn't really think I would fall in love. With, with a person that is out. Because I thought that I would only be with someone that's closeted. And I'm proud of myself for stopping that stigma for myself. And allowing myself to love a person that loves himself. In the manner that he's okay with expressing his queerness. And he is who he is. So that for that alone, I am very proud of myself. I am one of many people that is queer within my family. I have, I think, going on three trans cousins, trans female cousins. One is, two are, are definite. One is 
learning who they are. And people are like, wow, that's crazy. It's like, no, nah, that's just life being life. And I've known of one of my cousins being what they are as a person since they were born. And their name is very funny because my cousin, I consider her Aphrodite. <laughs> and she named their former name kind of a, you know, a male Adonis. And that's the opposite. I promise you, if they named themselves Aphrodite, I would like appropriate. It's interesting to be part of a family where they like accept queer people, but that's because like two of them were gay. Like my cousin um, Isis, formerly, um, I think openly named was um, Lie. Lie is a queer. Is a to me, like, I was like, well, your name is like, hey, it's not that bad of a name. So they do, they, that, that particular female does go by both. And they were a gay male first. And then, you know, transitioned to a trans woman. Probably always knows a trans woman that likes males. So they're straight. That's the biggest opening thing. And then I had a gay cousin named Ty. I do probably have a gay cousin named Ty. But... <laughs> Those are the people that led the way for my queerness of my family to be like, accepted. And I think I had one great uncle that was gay, I think. And I think his name was Jackie. But he died way before I was born. So those are things. <laughs> and um, people asked that question, like, how does it feel, the girl opening? I was like, I don't really know. I never had to come out. Like, I never really came out as gay. Gay. I just didn't know what I was, and then I figured it out, and I was like, well, this is what's happening. You know, if he was like, oh, do you think that happens now? I was like, there's a national um, coming out day. <laughs> that I don't really feel it's the safest day. I don't really agree that you should have to tell people all those things always, because technically, there's no such thing of you coming out. It's just you discovering who you are. Like, you're allowing people to know that, hey, I like this. Even if you, like, because, like, if you, when people have the transition or realize that they are a trans man or a trans female or a trans child or a trans kid, because you learn at a younger age, and technically that may help the hormones a lot more. There are also people that may not know and then reverse the process. That's not an easy process to reverse, personally speaking. I don't, I don't know. The only thing I can never discuss with y'all personally on a personal level, is that I don't know what it's like to be personally, I have only relationships with trans women. I have barely any relationships with, I have a comic that is a trans man. That is as far as that goes for me. And I can never tell you what a lesbian experience is compared to my gay experience. I can tell you the stigmas. I can tell you of what I've dated. Well, I've, gay, I've dated bisexual men, and I've dated questioning men. I've dated I've been with all those men. But technically, the only person I've been with and stayed with was a gay male. Everyone else I just slept with. So I don't really defy or had relations with if it sounds better that way. That's just the truth for me. And someone said, with all these things that happened, how did you feel about like all the people you've had? I never really cared that much about those men. 
anyone that was questioning sexuality, it's not for me to ever expose them. And that's something I don't know if that's like an open rule book for everyone. Because I don't do that. Like I am from the age where Facebook did not exist. And then it was created when I was 18, 19. So before I turned, like, yeah, before I graduated, I was on Facebook. So as an adult that knew Facebook was as like, you just post your feelings and, you know, post pictures. And some people will see you from college. You know, because we're all going to college and we all play, you know, it's for college. That's what Facebook originally was for. MySpace is when you post your feelings, mainly. And then, you know, Instagram got created around 2000. Intends, and so Twitter existed. It was just you gotta. We never knew how to use Twitter, and the hashtag made everything beautiful, right? I've never outed anyone. I have never been outed, and I've never cared to be outed because, like, I am what I am personally. Anyone I've ever had a sexual relationship with, it was cool, but also like. Me outing them is also dangerous. So, I've always never been pro of outing anyone because you don't know what their situation is. You know what they've been told at home. You don't know how they grew up. So, that's why Pride is very big for people. My last year, I went to a Pride. I really actually went to, I went to the Pride early. And watching the parade or watching all these people crowd around. It was Riley's National Pride. And being a part of it was such a big honor. Did the shows, clean material, and celebrating people for who they are as a per- per- person is major because you have to allow people. I'm glad people could be allowed. Well, people reveled in the existence and said, We won't stand for this anymore. And that's the beauty of, of it all. It is very baffling that now they're making up all these laws still for trans people like oh so drag it's both both because they're trying to dress it up like oh my god they're the worst like drag and someone's like why do you keep going back to this because i don't know how else is not to talk about this i have literally loved drag since i was 18 I've always loved the idea of the art of drag. Even though I've never been, I've only seen like a few people perform in real life. I've just never been my thing. And I've been to drag shows, and I'm grateful that I've been to drag shows, and I'm grateful for everyone's experience. In the real life, not just not, not just a show, but also I've always known that I was a different person. Like, if I had grown up in clubs and been at several clubs when I was a teenager, when I was like, when I wanted to be, I would have done it still. Like, I would have probably done drag. I would have been a club kid. I would have been going to all these places. I probably would have. Because that was my goal. At 33, I'm a different person. Like, part of me wants just kids. Part of me wants a house. Part of me wants to get into the RV and just travel the world for about a year or two with my dude. And I just experience life that way. If I could just make a name of myself, and he'll figure it you know, and we just do what we got to do. That's part of what I want to do. But also, part of me knows that we have to, you know, put some bricks on these walls and build our homes. That is what 33 for me means, is that I am literally at the age where I want to be stable. 
So liberating myself from myself is just feeling safe. Sometimes in America, I don't feel safe. And I don't know if any queer person always feels safe anywhere they go. Like, at my job, I feel safe. But the shocking part about it, I became, because of my personality, I moved up. And it's not because I'm my personality. I, it's really because of my experience. I had 14 years of, almost, yeah, now, seriously speaking, for almost 14 years of customer service. And, like, technically, I was not always doing customer service. But I know how to talk to people. And my biggest thing about me is that I've always told people I disarm. And not everyone has it as a tactic. I disarm every last person I know sometimes. Multiple times out of the day. I was later was getting mad at me because I was trying to say, hey, you have to have to go out of the car online. I have to have, you have to do a certain part procedure now. And I still had to disarm her because she was getting pissed. And I was like, oh my God, look at your hair. Ooh. Remember back in the day. Oh, can you hear? I was like, I'm so glad that I can relate to people. But that's what comedy is for me now, too. Is that, do I relate to this audience? What about them and me we can relate? Because this whole, my whole goal right now is to have a 30-minute set that people can, like, really rock with. And that's my goal, is to relate as a queer person for society, but also have society relate to me as well. I am a queer man, yes. I'm also a black male, yes. I'm also a 33-year-old person, yes. But I'm also living in North Carolina, yes. I am also in love with someone, yes. So I have to call along that lines of this is who I am. I am in love with a man, just like most women are in love with men. Just like other males can be in love with also men. But also you can be in love with who you're in love with. And that's what love is love comes from. This year, we can't just say, oh my god, happy pride. Love is love is love is love is love. Because we're getting attacked in a manner that we did not get attacked from prior. But also, we've never been, it's never been fully okay. It's been understood to respect us understood to love us but this is to the point where it is scary to exist sometimes and i don't know if i'm ever going to feel okay totally it is funny because i get two months i've always wanted a third month but hey to be celebrated as you are as a person is a beautiful thing but it's also the hardest thing to define as a person you have to find growth and sit in the self and sit in self as a person. I don't care what you identify under the LGBTQ plus. I'm not telling you to all fight and go out there and march. I'm not going to ever tell no one to do that. But I also want you to take a stand as well because you yourself are liberated. If you're an ally, you're probably way more liberated than you ever realized, and that is not your fault. It's just you chose. You grew up, and you natural your natural impulses is not to date neither other the same sex, the opposite sex of yours. You grew up in a society where your skin is more accepted. You grew up in like if you grew up as just a straight white male, your life is great. You may have s- s- setbacks, but it's never as much setbacks as other people. 
And someone was like, man, you don't ever talk about that. I was like, I don't need to. It's already existing for me personally. I am not a classically trained person. I would never be those people. I am not a normal person. I am a oddball. I am proud to be an oddball. I'm proud to be a weirdo. I'm proud to be a freak. That is what queer means. That I am other. I have always been proud to be in my otherness. That's what pride is also about. Is that you are allowing yourself to be your other being celebrated. Because you are the other. You're not the norm. You're the other. Being an other does not mean that you're a bad other. It just means that you are not the norm for natural well, or the societal thing of the societal norm. If you are not the societal norm, then you are considered the other. And as the other, there are shows like X-Men. There are movies like X-Men. There are superheroes. There are supervillains. There are people that exist. There are extraordinary things that made people love what we are. There are a lot of movies I can go along with, but I don't want to do that this episode because this is our first episode back, and this is my apology to you, but also for my way of saying, baby, you got this, because y'all do. To any person that under my voice that's listening to this, never forget, pride is about every last person in society. Is it existing as whatever you choose to identify as and what you know in your heart and soul that you are? Pride is mainly only truly for the queer people, but for the allies to also help prevail them forward. It's just like when I was a teenager and all my pretty girls had issues and they were like, Jermaine, help me through. That's what I did. I helped my friends through. You're helping us through. And I'm grateful for all my friends, every last person, because you helped me, allow me to be me. People say happy pride to me, and I'm like, I don't know what this means, but thank you. It's like being happy, like, I say happy, I said happy Black History Month to every black person I saw. I say happy Women's Month all month long to every woman I saw. It's just not my month that I get, hey, happy you. I only get two months. <laughs> the fat gotta go. But if it had a month, I don't know if Thanksgiving will count as a day, but I, that's all I got for it. I hope that you realize that I'm not gonna go on too long because it is pride and you got some things to do. I'm trying my best never good to go over, and I mean, I'm just doing a like a boom episode because I wanted you to realize that, like, I have a lot of thoughts. Will they be more concise? Yes. Well, talk about some of the queer issues that I face. Yes. But I'm having a moment where right now, I just want you to feel celebrated as you are. Because you found out what you are. You can find out who you are now a lot easier. I'll give you a quick story, then I'm going to wrap it up. I was doing a thing um, Friday with my friend for, like, the kids and stuff like that to celebrate it, to see the, like, outbursts and stuff like that. That was so dope for me. And I was there early because I'm an early bird, you know, trying my best to defeat the CP time. So I was like, I said, hi. She said, hi. And then my favorite thing, she's like, uh uh-huh. I was like, how old are you? I do this to every child. She's like, I'm four. And we're talking, and then she was like, do you have a boyfriend? And I was like, oh, oh, I, I actually do. 
And I was like, at four, she knew what it was. And I'm and her mama or her grandmama was like, she did wrong. I said, no, at least she knows. That's good. And that's dope. A few years back, I was working my former job. I'm just walking down the aisle, just being myself. Got to go outside. I was getting some beckets for my for for my job. I was just getting these beckets for my job. I really was. And this little girl was like, "Why did you walk that way?" And I said proudly, "I'm a feminine, in fact." And the dad looked at me, and he just had a, because huh, 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 we're all black. And this was still around COVID time. And I'm like, what? Because he couldn't really say anything. And it's like, <laughs> what are we doing? But more of the story is, kids know certain things. And they're going to ask bold questions. Was I more crooked with what she said over what the other girl said? Not fully. I'm still an adult. But, like, my voice is weird. And also, like, I talk really odd to some people. And you just, they ask sexual questions. I have a natural and feminine voice, I guess. Maybe my voice is high-pitched. Maybe it's a country. I don't know. But also, those are not things that I need to worry over as a person anymore. I'm at the stage of my comedy career, and at the, at the stage of even being an improviser, that I just want people to get over whatever you got going on at home. And have a good goddamn time. We are in a weird state of union right now. There's a recession happening. The inflation is occurring. And people are not easy. So they're watching that dollar. And then they get to celebrate themselves. What I do as a person. So like being celebrated of being funny. is probably why I never cared about pride. It's because I've always been celebrated. In my career. Of being myself. So I've never had to go to a pride and be like, look, this is me! Because I've always been myself. My parents have helped me. I have family members that love me as I am. Well, most of them. And then I went because they did that thing and I was like, oh, I don't need this. Oh, that's another topic for another day. For right now, I hope you had a moment. I hope you enjoyed this moment with me. And I hope you have maybe some more moments out in this world. This month is very special for a lot of people. And this month also is Juneteenth. We could maybe discuss that. We'll think about it. I don't know. <laughs> but right now, I'll talk to you soon. And this will post up probably later as we speak. And that's all, y'all. Thank you for having the moment with me. If you want to follow me for any other social media, I'm Jermaine Calando on all platforms. That is J-E-E-R-M-A-N-E. Calando, C-A-L, and A-N-D-L. And on Twitter, on, <laughs> on TikTok, I'm the Jermaine Experience. That's the, with two E's, Jermaine Experience. All right, y'all. I'll see you later. Bye.